Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome. Today is going to be critical because today we're talking about one of the biggest holes, gaps that I see in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of federal employee retirement plans all the time. We're going to dive right in. If you're new here, welcome. Great to have you. My name is Dallin Haas. I'm a financial planner who helps federal employees just like you get the most out of your benefits and retire confident. Today, we're talking about long-term care. Okay, long-term care, and if you have long-term care insurance, don't click off quite yet because we're going to talk about today, maybe you don't need it, and maybe you could be saving thousands and thousands of dollars doing things a little differently. Now, if you're not familiar with what long-term care is, that is, at some point, many of us are going to need things like being in a nursing home. If you have older parents, maybe you are, are already experiencing this. Maybe you need some nursing care in home. Long story short, Many of us are going to need that sort of care, and this sort of care generally is not covered at all by things like your FEHB, by things like Medicare. It has to come from somewhere, and generally, it's got to be out of your pocket unless you have something ready to go to pay for it, okay? So that is the issue we're trying to solve, and most federal employees simply just don't have a plan for this, simply don't know what they're going to do and aren't prepared if something like this was to happen and they needed to be in a nursing home or, or something to that effect, right? It is very, very expensive. Now, to get a sense for how expensive this is, it really varies based on where you're located in the country. And I'm going to include a link in the description below where it's a great website where it estimates based on your location, the average cost for things like nursing home or skilled nursing care, that sort of thing. So definitely check that out to get a sense for what this sort of thing costs in your location. Okay, that's number one. Now, now that we understand the problem of people aren't prepared for this sort of thing, and many people can't afford to pay for this sort of thing down the road, there are different solutions that have pros and cons um, when it comes to trying to solve this problem, right? Number one is you can buy insurance. You can buy long-term care insurance. However, there's pros and cons, right? The pro is that you say, hey, look, I'm going to pay my insurance premium here, and therefore I'm transferring a good chunk of my risk to the insurance company. Okay, you say, hey, look, insurance company, I'm gonna pay your premium and you need to help me out one day if I need long-term care coverage down the road, okay? That's one of the big advantages. What are the disadvantages, though, of long-term care insurance? Number one, it's expensive. It ain't cheap, right? It is expensive and the price, at least historically, has gone up over time, so you really have to mentally be prepared for an increasing price, not knowing if you're ever going to actually need to use the insurance. Because ideally, we're all healthy till the very end, right? And we don't end up needing it, okay? So first, it's expensive, and you don't know if you're actually going to need it. And if you end up not needing it, well, all that money in premiums is long gone. Also, there tends to be what they call an elimination period. Basically, let's say for the, you know, it depends on the policy you get, but there tends to be a period, the first period of you needing care generally isn't covered. And it depends on the policy again. But for example, there could be an elimination period of let's say three months or six months or a year where during that time, you actually don't get any benefits. You don't get any payment for being, let's say in a nursing home or whatever, because that is what they call the elimination period. So you want to check if you have a policy, definitely check what your elimination period is. And if you're thinking about a policy, definitely understand what that means for you. Okay. Now that is one option again to have long-term care insurance, but what are the other options? 
Well, one of the other options is to what I call self-insure, okay? Now, if we could all self-insure, that would be great, and I know not everyone can, but what does self-insure mean? I think self-insure has a bad reputation sometimes, but in this case, it can save you a lot of money. Long story short, being self-insured is having a plan saying, hey, if I needed long-term care at some point, how would I pay for it? Is there a way I can pay for it myself and afford to pay for it without, without ruining myself or my family, whatever? If there's a way to do that, then you don't have to pay for long-term care insurance, right? So this is a couple options, okay? First and foremost, if someone has, let's say, a very healthy TSP, very healthy savings, in many cases, it can make a ton of sense to almost just earmark a piece of that money and say, hey, look, I'm not going to need all of this. I'm going to earmark a piece of my money to be to cover long-term care expenses one day, right? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to earmark this. I'm going to let it grow over time. And if I need this down the road, perfect. The money is there ready to go. That's number one. Um, other people actually like to earmark things like home equity. Some people figure, they say, hey, look, if I need to be in a nursing home care, I'm, I'm not going to need my house, right? I'm going to either downsize, I'm going to sell it, whatever. I'm going to do a reverse mortgage. I'm going to do something to be able to access my home equity. And for many people, that can be an incredible way to first earmark money so that if they need it, it's there for them, but they can still enjoy their savings and enjoy their retirement now. So I don't care exactly how you plan for it. There's lots of different ways to do it. Those are just some ideas. But if you have excess resources, whether it's home equity or TSP or whatever, where you can earmark some of it that you don't need, right, to just fund your normal lifestyle in retirement, then you can save thousands and thousands of dollars in long-term care insurance premium. So food for thought. Now, here are some rules of thumb. People come to me and say, okay, what are the rules of thumb though on who should get long-term care insurance and who should self-insure, okay? Number one, if you have plenty of money, plenty of money, okay, you probably should self-insure. If you've got lots of wiggle room, I think self-insurance is probably gonna make a ton of sense for you. Okay. Now, if you're really, really poor, then you probably can't afford long-term care insurance, which is sad, right? But that's just kind of the truth is long-term care insurance is very expensive. So if you're on the poor side, it's hard to afford it. It's hard to afford long-term care insurance. So you may be forced to self-insure as well, right? Or maybe rely on Medicaid down the road. Okay. Not Medicare. I said Medicaid. So Medicare is what most federal employees are going to use at 65. Medicaid only kicks in for those that are in poverty, right? That don't have a lot themselves, okay? Number three, if for those that are in the middle, so if you're not, don't have a ton of wiggle room, right? If you don't have a ton of extra in retirement, but you're not poor either, in that range, if you could self-insure, great. If you could find a way to do that, great. In that middle range, sometimes it does make sense to get the long-term care insurance where you don't want to take all the risk on yourself by self-insuring. So food for thought, food for thought, okay? that Those are some of the rules of thumb. Again, there's exceptions always, but hopefully that gives you some clarity on how to handle this big discussion of long-term care. Because so many of you, I know I talked to a lot of you, are worried about it. I wanna make sure you have a plan that you're comfortable with moving into retirement. And the most important thing is, what is your plan? I don't care on the specifics other than you've gotta be comfortable with it, it's gotta make sense for you. Okay, so I hope that's helpful. Again, if you have any questions yourself, there's a link below to submit those. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you guys next time.